Hey there to all of you, and thanks so much for sticking with it. We're now on our next little What Is page, and this one is What Is the Body? Now, a non-course student could come along and say, What is the matter with you? What is the body? Everybody knows what a body is. Well, we're asked to question it and to look another way. The Course says the body is a fence that we, the expressions of God, the elements of the Son of God, imagines that we have built to separate parts of ourselves from other parts. And it's within this imaginary fence that we think we live. We think we die in it. We think it decays and crumbles. And from within it, we think we're safe from love. Why in the world do we think this makes us safe from love? Because clearly bodies can't actually join. And we're afraid of joining. We're afraid that if we recognized our unity, that somehow we would cease to exist as ourselves. That's not true, but that fear has a huge grip on us. Therefore, it continues, identifying with our safety, we regard ourselves as what the safety is. In other words, we regard ourselves as being the body because how else could we be certain that we remain within it, keeping love outside? We know that's what we believe because everybody is looking for love somewhere outside himself. (laughs) That's what we want our relationships and everything else for is to somehow confer on us a love that is not already present. So we have immediate and direct experience with the notion that we think love is someplace besides where we are. It then continues, okay, the body is not going to stay. And yet we see this as double safety because the Son of God's impermanence, the Son of God is, of course, us, somehow is proof that our defenses work. In other words, the Son of God is us in expression. And so, therefore, it does the task that the mind assigns to these bodies. Because if oneness still remained untouched... Who could attack and who could be attacked? Who could be the victor? Who could be his prey? Who could be the victim? Who could be the murderer? And if he doesn't die, what proof is there that God's eternal son can be destroyed? See, we keep insisting this is the state we're in and we're just sure that we have done something awful. And so we're very caught up in victims and villains attacking and being attacked. We see that as the structure of our lives. So then it says, now look, this body is just a dream. And like other dreams, it sometimes seems to picture happiness, but can quite suddenly revert to fear where every dream is born. Because only love creates in truth, and truth can never have anything to do with fear. So made to be fearful, the body serves the purpose that's given it. In other words, it makes us more fearful. But we can change the purpose that the body will obey by changing what we think it's for. You see, we have thought it was to guarantee that we are safe from oneness, safe from love, to prove guilt everywhere we look, either our own or someone else's. We have taken refuge in guilt 
and fear, as if somehow that's preferable to love. Do you think we're crazy or what? The body is the means by which God's Son, all of us, now can return to sanity. Because although it was made to fence him into hell with no escape, yet has the goal of heaven been exchanged for the pursuit of hell. The Son of God, all of us, extend our hands to reach one another and to help one another walk along the road beside us, not in front of or behind, beside us. So now the body is holy. Now it serves to heal the mind that it was designed to kill. The text talks about the body being basically a communication device. Okay, we're going to communicate something very different through it. You will identify with what you think will make you safe. And whatever it may be, you're going to believe that it's one with it. See, right now we think our safety lies in the body. And yet, when you take a look, the body is so fragile and so many things can so easily happen to it, you think, why do we think this is a safe place to identify with or a safe thing to identify with? We just don't think these things through very well. It continues, your safety lies in truth and not in lies. Love is your safety. Fear doesn't exist. What doesn't exist can hardly be much of a help to us. So finally, identify with the love that you are, and then you will know you're safe. Identify with love, and then you will experience you are at home. Identify with love, and finally, you will experience the bliss of your own being. Okay? And now we will continue on to the specifics of Lesson 261. This one is entitled, God, or love, is my refuge and security. And then, of course, it says, I'm going to identify with what I think is refuge and security. See, we thought that was the body, except it certainly let us down. And I'm going to behold myself where I perceive my strength and think I live within a citadel where I'm safe and can't be attacked. So, today, seek not security in danger by identifying myself as primarily a body, nor attempt to find my peace in murderous attack. See, we're murderously attacking every time we insist that something is not part of us. And then it says, okay, here's what's true. We all live in God. We all live in love. And in Him, we find our refuge. We find our strength. In Him is our identity. In Him is everlasting peace. And only there will I be able to remember, will we be able to remember what it is we really are. We are a joint project, so to speak. And then its little prayer finally says, Please let me not seek for idols. I don't want to invest so heavily in the body. I would come, my Father, home to you today. I choose to be as you created me, not as I invented myself, and find the Son 
whom you created as myself. I want to have the experience of what it is I actually am. And when we have that experience, there's no doubt. Have a beautiful practice today. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Bye.